Hello and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller for the evening. When last we left the party, they had gotten onto the express elevator to the Big Apple, but things are not always as they appear in the Umbra. And now the quick ride up had turned into a ride down in the express elevator. Can our group of exalts deal with their past, their family, and their futures? This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, Friendly Neighborhood Exalts, Episode 19, Murphy's Law. So, Cass, with a little bit of a bump, bumpy start here, you did go out into a waiting room. This waiting room looks like any kind of, like, uh, like the, la- the lounge sounds like the worst word for it, but, like, the, yeah, the wait- the waiting room in, like, a hospital where there's, like, benches and everybody's just kind of, like, waiting for, like, their number to be called. Um, there's a few people who you, uh, kind of recognize, your uh your uh introduction to religion class teacher uh some girl who looks like uh uh, francisco lucky is there you also see people who look kind of similar to your circle mates but they some of the features are a little bit off like maybe liv's eyes are the wrong shade or Lenny has grown out a fantastic mustache, or Marcy is also, like, two feet too tall. Oh, so improvements. Got it. Wow. I'm not sure that Marcy being, uh... I'm not sure that Marcy being, like, seven foot something is necessarily an improvement. I'm compensating for Brit, you, like, short characters that she plays sometimes. <laughs> Tyler will yeah, remember this. Marcy is, Marcy is five foot eight. Thank you very much. Now add two extra feet to that. Yep. What do you do? Is So it, it looks like a typical waiting room. Um, you said they're waiting for numbers to be called? Yeah, it looks like they're waiting for like numbers to be called, more or less. Like how, how you would in like an old-style waiting room. Like, uh, the, uh, like the DMV, like, now serving D63. Do I weirdly have a number on me somehow already? Because obviously this is some weird bullshit. Did you check your pockets? I'm looking, like, I'm looking in my hands, I'm checking, like, my pockets, and anywhere that you could kind of hide something like that. You check your pockets, and you find a, um, you do find one that says, uh, S5. Uh, the S and the 5 look like they are made out of string. What number is currently up? Uh, well, as you look up, uh, there is uh, a sudden PA announcement that goes, Now serving S5. S5, please report to interrogations. Right. Um, so your mom and dad are setting up for dinner, and by setting up, I mean that they are sitting at the dinner table, uh, drinking, uh, celebratory champagne as some of the house staff, because as we've established, your parents are kind of rich-ish, 
um, is serving a uh, large dinner for the three of you. Okay. Um, I'm going to slowly and cautiously um, walk over to the table and I guess take a seat, keeping an eye out for anything off. Um, sure. If you could make me a perception and alertness roll would do. Uh, difficulty seven. Okay. That is still one success since tens are doubled. Oh yeah. So, uh, one of the things that does uh, strike you as a little bit odd is that the uh, as you look out the dining room window, the trees out there are in full bloom. Uh, it was at least November something. It, it was like post Halloween, if not December, when the, you guys went into uh, the uh, the Empire State Building. Yeah. Um. Other than that, does anything seem off with like my parents or anything? They're sitting there uh, having some celebratory champagne, and the uh, the conversation turns to something that you believe that you've heard before. Uh, your uh, your mother. Uh, I don't think we ever gave her a name. Do you do you want to give her a name, or do you, do you want to give your parents names now, or do you want me to just come up with them? You can just come up with them. It's fine. All right, Jasmine Bartello. Oh, yes, Marcy, have a seat. Your, your father was just telling us about how that he had helped crush a union that was trying to form for the new Amazon workforce. Can you believe those those poor people trying to unionize? <laughs> and your father, James Bartello, you're just like, oh, yes. It's no, it's nice to see it's nice to hear about these hear about your own exploits but you know those poor people but you know we had to do it there's no way we'd be able to afford a fifth yacht without it you do recall that this is a this is a conversation that has happened before but back then you didn't have the kind of power that you do now you can kind of feel it in your very being that you could start using charms if you needed to. Oh. Hmm. What was I on for floor again? Oh, it's mine's the syntax error floor. The name of her floor is Forget Me Nots. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna look around. Is there any indic any signs, any indication of where interrogation is at? Uh, you do, in fact, see uh, some signs that point you in the way of uh, interrogations this way. What other signs are there? New arrivals, departures, um, torture. Well, I guess that's, uh... Is interrogation and torture in the same direction? They are not. That's hopefully promising. Okay, I guess I'm going to slowly meander in the direction of interrogation. Kind of looking around, seeing if there's other doors along the way, if they might have a window in them. 
any observation rooms or anything like that. Just kind of get in the general scope of the area. Um, you do see a couple places that have. You do actually pass by a few offices that have like uh, windows in, in in like small slat windows in the doors. I'm gonna peek in one. Just um, just like slowly walk by and just let my head drift over and peek in. All right. You peek into a room that, under normal circumstances, should have been an office. But in this case, is in fact what would uh, best be described as some kind of weird BDSM torture den. Hmm. There is a man that looks like he is composed mostly of electricity. Okay. Bound to what looks like a metal chair Mm -hmm. and someone is something that looks a little bit more human is whipping him but the best way that you can tell is is that the whip itself is rubber or some kind of insulating material as that it passes through the electricity parts it actually cancels it out and you can tell that it looks like this thing is in extreme pain when this happens Gotcha. Gonna keep walking along. Is that the only thing that's in? Is that the only thing that's in the room? Is just that happening? Yes, that is the only thing that is in that room. There's no other windows in there. It's literally just these two things and a chair with a insulated whip. Yep. Okay. So you keep. So you keep meandering along, and you eventually do get to interrogations. Does it look like a normal door? Yes, it looks like a perfectly normal door. Um, inside there is a chair, a lamp, a table, and... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Six chairs, a lamp, and a table. Is there... Are there any people in there? Any creatures in there? Uh, not at the moment, no. I'm gonna try and look around, see if anybody else in the hallway, or it looks like they're heading down this way. Is this, like, at the end of the hallway, or as I'm going along, or like around a corner, like it is where? more or less directly in the middle of the hallway. Okay. The hallway continues down for quite a while, uh, way farther than uh, the actual space of the Empire State Building would have normally allowed. Makes sense. Is um, there anybody coming for either direction? Uh, yes, actually, as you look up, uh, you didn't notice them before, but. Approaching you from the further end of the hallway are three women. Uh, each of them is wearing a uh, business suit. Heels are clicking uh, in unison. Uh, the only thing that really defines them besides uh, different skin tones and uh, well, most of their features are relatively the same. They are of more or less the same height, the same kind of slender business uh, serious business women build and uh, their their suits are more or less the same. Skin tones are obviously different between each of them uh, but hair is a serious pulled back straight uh, black. Uh, they the all only look other thing the same age? They all look almost uh, if they are a day apart you'd be surprised. Okay. So essentially the, they probably are perceivably like triplets. Uh, perceive, yes, potentially. Um, and the other thing that you do notice about them uh, that kind of distinguishes them is that they each have different scarves 
like they're the same style of scarf, but they are different colors. Uh, there's uh, red, blue, yellow, um, black, and white. As you turn and notice that there are two women that are approaching from behind you. Mm. Okay. In the Wait, same like, kind of uh, business dress. I'm just gonna kind of wait by the door. I'm not gonna go in yet. Uh, they proceed to make their pincer attack on you. Um, and uh, one of them with the blue scarf uh, puts her hand out on to your shoulder. Ah, uh, hello, Miss uh, Miss Roller. It's so nice to meet you. Um, we're here to uh, do a business assessment of you. Um, if you could please lead the way. I'm guessing the ash pile of Simple Man Freebird stayed in the elevator. That it did. I'm still staring at the door. Uh, uh, so you can hear uh, the tippy tap of uh, fingers on computers, on computer keys, the, the keyboard as uh, Terry is rapidly uh, typing something into uh, into uh, uh, an open computer. I'm just gonna calmly, Terry. How'd you get here? Terry looks up at you with a crazed look in his eyes. Huh, Leonard, when did you get here? How'd you find me? Well, I, I took the elevator, but the elevator killed my dog. Yeah, they do that sometimes. Listen, man, uh, so... I don't know why you're here, but we got... But you know what? Th thank, thank God you are, man, because I know they're going to find me soon. I need you. You'll be safe as my, long as you're with me. I'm I know, but this place. I know, but you're my best friend. You're my best friend. So listen, man. I'm I'm getting I'm getting all the information I needed off of these uh off these computers. You see, I, I wasn't always I wasn't always like this. I wasn't wasn't always Terry the the garbage man. I wasn't always conspiracy theory Terry. I wasn't always that. I used to have a job, man, working in this building, man. Man. Oh, in this building. Yeah, this building. In this building. But here's the thing, man. They all took it from me. This old money family. They're related to the aliens, and they took it from me. They've been keeping what, us what, down. What old What old money family? This old money family, man. They. I, I had I had the scoop on them. I was gonna I was gonna bring it to to Fox News, and I was gonna expose them. They had ties with the aliens. But I'm here to steal that data and take my old life back. That Those old money Australians aren't going to keep me down. <laughs> What's wrong, Cody? <laughs> Everything's wrong. Cody, as this is going on, um, you can hear the sound of a helicopter outside as... Uh, Floodlights are shined in, and Terry, noticing this, uh, grabs you and, and uh, with a strength that you didn't know that this old homeless man had, for a moment is able to drag you behind one of the uh, partitions that separates the office cubicles. They're here. Yes. 
They're here to get me. That's the... Do you, do you hear it? Do you hear the chopper whirring? That's the... That's the sound of a Foster's M180. It's Australian for helicopter. Brendan, I can't. <laughs> Stop, please. What a shitty reference. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I I was writing notes I didn't hear. What happened? <laughs> it's a Foster's M180. That's Australian for helicopter. <laughs> How long did you take to think up with that joke? <laughs> About five seconds. It just came into my head. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> As Liv goes into the uh, the pre-operating theater for uh, surgery, a couple of assistants come by and uh, in kind of a whirl of movement, go to get you dressed in ho- in hospital scrubs. Uh, okay. Uh, they are quick and efficient at their job, and they are speaking. Okay. All right, sir. Uh, thank you for coming into the surgical office on such a... Uh, such short notice, uh, but this is a personal favor from the director of the hospital. So you know, it'll help you get all those uh, those extra things you've been asking for for uh, for your own side projects. So the subject today is actually someone who was uh, shot in some gang violence. It's a man named George Testa. Um, some of the police reports are coming in saying that he's a made man who works for the local Giovanni crime family. Um, I just wanted to let you know that he is known for, well, some really shady shit, you know, before you agree to do this, you know, do no harm and all that, but, uh, you know, you could always just pass this off to someone else. Um, before they give you the opportunity to talk, they do, uh, show you a picture of him. And you know this person very well, because it looks exactly like Oliver. Hey. Uh, it looks like that he has been shot, uh, particularly through the lungs, uh, once. And they look to you, and they wait to see what that you'll do. I take a deep breath, and I go into the operating. Okay. Without a word. Um, without a word? Okay. Britt, what are you doing? Uh, your family is basically talking about how that they're, um, to put it in like really, really basic terms, uh, kind of slimy corporate lawyers and how they love being slimy corporate lawyers because it buys them more toys. So they're currently celebrating this whole shutting down this union thing. I'm going to sit down oh i'm already i'm sitting down and like there's food and stuff there in front of us like like the dinner's been prepared yes food is being brought out by the uh by by the waiting staff so i'm just going to nonchalantly um 
mention to my corporate lawyer parents that I'm dropping out of law classes and uh, following my dream into something better for the people. Marcy, you're dropping out of law classes, but then how will you carry on the family business? Yes, darling, how will you ever carry on the family business? Uh, we even had someone lined up for you to help out. To, we, we, had a, we had a suitor of Mr. Beth Jesus coming to help you out. <laughs> I hate everything about this. <laughs> Just cut your law and shoot him now. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be a lawyer. I want to help the people and not, like, in a different way. Well, so what, you'll become some sort of, like, army person? Con- real estate contractor? Um. Yacht club owner? No, how about- Human hunting? Oh, no, dear, we don't talk about that. Oh, yes, you're right, you're right. Did you just say human hunting? No, no, definitely did not say anything like that. Shout out to murder vacations, am I right? Yeah, I'm not about that life. Um, and if you guys can't, uh, support that, then I will, uh, go talk about this with my uncle, whose name we never got, or I can't remember. I believe it's you can't remember. (laughs) Doom Prepper Dylan. So... Yeah, I think I'm gonna... Maybe I'll follow in Uncle Dylan's footsteps. What, go out and start hunting cryptids like a peasant? You know, just because our family did that for generations here in here in the island of Manhattan does not mean that uh, you have to do it as well. We hunted those Jersey Devils to death. <laughs> Yeah, and just because you guys are lawyers doesn't mean I have to do that as well. But darling, however will you thrive and eat the best caviar? You know what? I don't even like caviar. <gasps> like gasp! How could? <laughs> uh, your father stands up and stabs a knife into a turkey. Like really angry stabs a knife into a turkey. Young lady, I will not have that kind of talk at my dinner table! Apologize. I'm going to point back behind me to interrogation with my thumbs. I assume it's going to be in this room? Yes, yes. We've, we've tried to have the name changed, but, uh, you know... Uh, some people like the old ways. Yeah, it definitely is a little off-putting, because interrogation, I I suppose, not here, doesn't have a good connotation with it. Interrogation never has a good connotation with it, but, you know, some people consider a job interview to be an interrogation as well. Now, if you would uh, proceed, we're going to begin with the uh, job assessment. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and try and open the door. Uh, you open the door, uh, successfully. I'm gonna hold it open from them and just kind of hold my hand out, like, to be like, you know, you guys first. 
uh, they proceed in. Um, as that each one of them passes by you, um, in your, uh, they each take out a manila folder and hand it to you, like, in your free, in your free arm. So I've got five manila folders now? Uh, yes, you have five manila folders now. Are these, like, chunky manila folders, or...? Three of them are not chunky, one is pretty full, and one is a Chonkosaurus Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Chonkosaurus Rex, an absolute fucking unit of a Manila folder. So the five of them go in, and there the five chairs that they were going to be sitting at are on one side, and then the sixth chair is on the other side for you. The temptation to ruin this, or potentially ruin this, and just grab these folders and run, but. I, uh, I want to play hey, this out. I'm curious. Whatever you want to do. Nah, I'm curious. So I'm going to go in and uh, take the seat. I'm going to cross my legs and sit the folders on my lap. I'm going to have the, the biggest one on the bottom and just kind of go up to the smaller ones on top. And uh, put my hands folded on top of them. Uh, look at each of them in turn. And then be like, okay, so you're evaluating me uh, I may ask your name so I know who I'm speaking to or what to address you by yes no worries uh, we are the we are the five maidens um, it's nice to finally make your acquaintance uh, they kind of look to you and go would etched moments be better uh no Cass is fine Ah, so you wish to continue to go by your code name? Excellent. Uh, we appreciate the the dedication to the bit. It makes it easier overall. Plus, it's shorter. Fair enough. Well then, let us begin the interrogation. Brendan, real quick, uh, am I to assume that the Chonkosaurus Rex folder is secrets? The chonky one is battles, and the other three are Serenity, um, journeys, and endings. You did get which ones are chonky, right? But you actually got them reversed. Really? Interesting. Yes. Well, you guys have been doing a lot of combat. Mm, that's fair. About how far away is the, uh, Ballsters of 180? It is about, uh, it, it's close. It's real close. Like, it's obviously not inside the building with you, but it's close. Huh. Terry, would you like me to get rid of the helicopter for you? Leonard, I, I don't know that you're going to be able to do that. I, but yeah, I would, I would certainly appreciate that. Don't. Don't let them get me, and with that, Cody, there is a sudden crash of glass exploding inwards. Luckily enough, the partition takes all the glass shards from uh, from hitting you. Um, oh, good. Now but I don't there need to figure out a, a way to make it explode outwards. Yeah, exactly. There is, however, a slight problem. And that problem is... Oi, Terry! You right fucking bastard! What are you all doing here? You can hear the thick Australian accent as one of your, as you definitely know the voice of one of your sisters, one of the dragon-blooded sisters. I'm gonna peek over the partition. 
yeah, you see, uh, when you peek over, you see the, uh, your sisters, Grace and Ava, the two dragon-blooded girls. Hey, Grace, Ava, what, what are y'all doing here? Leonard, what are you doing here? I'm hanging out with my best buddy, obviously. Right, Leonard, you... I hate to tell you this, but, uh, that farm upstate ain't real. So, you mean Simple Man Freebird's dead dead? Uh, yeah, Ma just didn't have the the heart to tell you. But how'd Ma know he was dead? She's been... she wasn't in the elevator. Crikey, are you... did you bang your head again, Leonard? No, Simple Man Freebird was in the elevator with us. And then he tried to follow me out, and then this place killed him. Yeah, well, that might happen when it, uh, when we've got spies trying to hack into our databases. Now, Leonard, if you do, now, do us a favor. If you see a crazy old man talking about conspiracy theories, can you please just give them here? We're, uh, we're trying to, uh, take care of some loose ends. And it'd really help the family out if you could do that. What do you do? No. Terry's Cra- my friend. Crikey, Leonard, is and that a no like you don't know where he is? Or no, you're gonna just disobey what your sisters are saying? Yes. Leonard, if I did that- know where Terry was, I can't let you hurt my friend. Leonard, you, you do understand that, that that friend of yours is one of the reasons that some information got leaked to the night societies and that Ma and Pa are always in having so much trouble, right? He's not going to leak any more information. Terry looks up at you very confused because that is clearly not what he wants to do. Because if Terry leaks any any more information, he knows that that means that I've got to fight him. And I don't want to fight him because he's my best friend. And Terry wouldn't do that to me. Terry wouldn't put me in the situation. Hmm. You're being truthful to them. Uh, I guess give me a charisma and expression roll? Or if you can think of something else that would fit better as an ability, but it's definitely a charisma-based roll. Where is expression? Oh, I've got nothing in there. Dope. If you see any other social ability that you think might fit a little bit better that you do have points in, just let me know. Brawl. Uh, unfortunately, this is not the the Yakuza series, and uh, the way to learn how someone acts is through punching them. So, unfortunately, that is not this game. Nah, I'll, I'll roll charisma. All right, uh, difficulty six, because they're your sisters and they trust you. That's a zero. That is a net zero. Leonard, I... I hate to do this to you, little brother, but... Just, just hand the guy over or get out of our way. This is a direct business that's going to help us get Ma back. Hey, Brendan, it's if you use three essence in a scene, typically it pops, right? Or typically it use three essence. Typically, it pops if you use three essence in a scene. Because you guys are in the Umbra, it is two. That's fine. That's all I need to know for stuff and things. You are sitting across from the uh, the five maidens. Okay, just... 
for reference, you said yellow was going to be Saturn for this? Uh, yes. What... What And then red's going to be battles. Uh, who did you decide to make blue? Blue was Jupiter, so secrets. That's why blue handed you uh, one of the chunky folders. Gotcha. I just want to know what you're lining them up as, so I address them. And I think black was... Did you do that journeys? as endings? Uh, well, no. Saturn should be endings, right? Saturn is endings, yes. Yeah, so then black would be um, endings and white would be serenity. Or not endings, uh, fucking journeys and white would be serenity by that logic. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pop Auspicious Prospects of Secrets. I'm going to spend the essence for it and then I'm going to roll for it. And that basically gives me a sixth sense to know what I should conceal and reveal. Cool. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it's um, mostly kind of like in your hands as the storyteller, but it it helps me with it. If you start saying stuff that you shouldn't be telling them about, I will let you know. And like okay. basically, uh, me me cutting in will be the uh, charm going off of me. Like, wait, no, that's not how it happened. Yeah, I'd say that was uh was a success. Wow! Um, holy shit! Yeah, the difficulty six. So that's uh, six successes five. on that. Five, five successes. Uh, yeah, five. That's pretty good. Yep. I can send you the charm too if you. No, you're fine. So uh, I'm I'm sitting there and uh, I'm gonna pop that. It's one essence, and then I'm gonna look to them and be like, so first question: How do I know you are who you say you are? Well, dear, that's a very good question, and something that you should certainly be asking, as that you certainly should not trust uh, everything you see at face value. Now, uh, you can't possibly know, but suffice it to say that if we aren't who that you think that we are, you should know that we do have ways to get in contact with those people. It's kind of a... It looks like they're all thinking for a moment, as if they're all sharing one brain, and then uh, Jupiter responds with... It's our little club secret, you know? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to look at the, the tops of the folders. Are they actually labeled? They are, in fact, labeled. Uh, they are labeled their appropriate... Uh, they are labeled their appropriate uh, labeling. Like, so the, uh, the the battles, the big chonky one is uh, mm-hmm. is labeled as, like, combat assessment. The, the, the regular chunk is labeled as... Uh, uh, ability to keep uh, I'm trying uh, covert ops assessment. Covert ops. And then the other three are labeled as uh, basic <laughs> the in, uh, the serenities folder is labeled as uh, personal expenses. The journeys one is labeled as business expenses. And the uh, the endings one is labeled as it's labeled as KDA ratio. So like, you know, kill death assist. Yep, I, I know. I played League and other games that have that. Okay, so basically there's they're more or less telling me like we understand if you don't trust us, uh you're just gonna have to kinda take it at face value right now. Yep, pretty much. What do you wanna do? Um so well I guess that they haven't really uh explained what's going on. Yeah. So 
as we said out in the hallway, this is the official assessment after your first quarter uh, working for the company. We wanted to make sure that you understood the rules, regulations, and that you were keeping up the uh, the work that you're supposed to be doing. Now, we have noticed that your, your favored uh, attribute, your uh, they, they tap at the big chonky manila folder, uh, and they just kind of go, this does not exactly fall in line with your, uh, your natural purview, and they tap on the secrets folder. And we're willing to uh, accept that, you know, sometimes when you trek with a certain circle, you have to do certain things. But we would like it if you could have a have a nicer workload balance between your two favored uh, folders. I will keep that in mind for the future. Excellent. We love it when the employees are open to uh, uh, constructive criticism. Now, uh, we have noticed that there is... They point at uh, the business, the the journeys folder, the business expenses folder, and the serenities folder. They call it the, the pleasure expenses, whatever. The personal uh, expenses. That's what it is. Personal expenses. Uh, we did notice that there is a slight overlap here. Uh, they open up both, and they basically show like a couple of copied receipts that look completely uh, that that look pretty real, and like things that you've bought. And some of them are for like gambling tokens and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's been accident. But it's in the journeys. It's in the journeys uh, part of it. Uh, a thing for like cigarettes is in, uh, or no, not cigarettes. A thing for uh, an archaeologist costume is in the uh, personal expenses. And the the two maidens that would be associated with that just kind of go. Well, you see, we're. <clears throat> We're a little concerned that you accidentally misfiled these. Uh, we're not sure what you were thinking, but these would obviously have to go in the opposite folders. The the archaeologist thing is part of business. Even if you are pretending to be someone else, we are watching, so we understand that is part of the business. Your gambling addiction, on the other hand, would clearly go in the personnel file. Can you make sure to file things away properly next time? I do you have a a pen that I can take notes? Immediately all five of them produce fountain pens. Uh I'm gonna pull Are they different colors? I know that's a weird question. <laughs> yes, yes they are. They they're all going to write in formal black ink, but they are all different colors that correspond to each of them. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and, and grab my the secrets one and start kind of like making uh will I be able to keep a copy of these? Yes, of course. Everything has to be filed in triplicate at the office here. Uh, we've had oh, yeah. your assistance doing it for you now, but, you know, just make sure that uh, from now on that maybe you check in at the at the head branch every now and again. I'm just going to start jotting stuff down on top of the manila folders. Upon the operating table, you can see down to every little small scar that you had had up until that very moment when the Oliver died, that uh, the body before you is an exact clone of you. Well, of Oliver. Right. It is hooked up and able to breathe, but it 
if not attended, will most certainly die. Tyler, infect him with plague. No. Um, I'm going to spend, in essence, to use uh, through dead eyes to get the bonus on medical rolls and see in, like see through the damaged tissue and stuff. Excellent. I have to make a medicine and intelligence roll. So I just need to get one success right to work, though. Yep. Yeah, I'm good. And then I guess I'll just make a medicine roll to see what I can do. Okay, go ahead and make that. Uh, difficulty six. Yeah, with three, um, you know exactly how to uh, fix this if you so wish. Do you do that? Do I know any more about like the after effects of fixing this? Like medically, like quality of life and stuff? Uh, the after effects of fixing the the thing before you or the after effects of if you have the curse ha- uh, pop off? Yes, both of those things. Um, if that you fix this, um, this person before you that looks like you gets to live, you know that you can do it. Uh, it'll, it might take you some time, but you know that you can do it. As far as the effects of, you know, saving a life... You've actually never had it happen. It's just been one of those things that you know you shouldn't do. And the paperwork for this for this patient is uh, someone who's like a member of a, a mob. Yes, not uh, not just any mob. It specifically says that they are known for being part of the Giovanni crime family. If, if this is me supposed to be a medical professional, it doesn't matter who it is. It could have been the guy who literally shot me and killed me on the table, and I still would have a moral obligation to do my best to save the life. So I will. Okay. If anything, for just maybe the one time I can do this after having exalted and not feel shitty about it. Um, okay. Uh, so, Tyler, you managed to do this thing. You do save the person on the table, and uh, until that I let you know uh differently you know that uh the thing which controls your exaltation is incredibly angry at you and your specter notoriety is more or less reversed uh i have hit you with the revert uno card the specters now dislike you until the until i until otherwise noted all right the old know you all right uh tyler I'm going to, like, I'm going to just let you know right now, um, as you save this person's life, the operating room and the garments around you fade, and you are sitting on, and when you close your eyes for a moment and then open them, uh, you are sitting on a couch on floor 101 of the Empire State Building. What is floor 101? Uh, the Empire State Building is only 102 floors, so it's like the floor right below the top. Got it. I suppose I'll just wait there. Um, Tyler, for solving my uh, my surgery puzzle, the spirits of this place have decided to power up your uh, that mask that you have. Okay. The mask now allows you to... Um, while wearing it, uh, since it, it's like it, it's like basically your mask that you've been using for like you know going going out and stuff. What the, the mask allows you to do 
is the mask, uh, as it uh, abyssals can uh, drain essence from people, this mask, while worn, now allows you to also drain essence from nearby ghosts and spirits. So my mask can draw power from nearby spirits and ghosts and stuff. Um, and also, if that you are, if you actually use your vampire fangs now to drain uh, essence from phys- from actual beings like people and stuff, you now get double the amount. When you say double, you mean double the essence back? Yes. Okay. So, like, if you would normally like try and drain someone, and you would normally get uh, one essence from them, you would actually get two. Or if you would get two, you would get four. Gotcha. Would something else have happened had I chose to not save the body? So yeah, I just wait up. Uh, I wait upstairs then. big thank you to everyone who's been listening to our adventures. We're so happy to have the opportunity to share them with you. You can follow us on your podcatcher of choice at A Pair of Dice Lost. And remember, if you ca- if you liked what you heard, leave a like, give, give us a comment, uh, maybe shout out your favorite moment. And if you can, give us a review. It helps us get out to more people so they can share in our adventures. We also have a Twitter and Facebook page where we post about RPG things or give updates on what we're doing. Our theme song in this episode is Epic Blockbuster 2 by Raphael Crux. Music in this episode was also provided by Raphael Crux, Kevin McLeod, and Komiku. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so through Facebook, Twitter, or email, all at a pair of dice lost, and that email is a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. Next week, we will see if the rest of the group can meet Liv at the top of the tower, or will the Prince of Death be Lift all by himself? You'll have to come back next week to find out. And remember, as your GM, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice.